Whitney Cummings is coming to town, the Davidson Love Theater, it. the 9th of December. She's joining us now. Get tickets because they're going to go quick. WhitneyCummings.com. Whitney, how are you? Hello. Good morning, Whitney. I'm so good. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I was I was just out in Vegas, and you were at the Mirage last Wednesday. How'd the show go? What? You're the third person who said that. I'm not there for another month. Oh. Did I miss the, sh- did I miss the show? I don't. It says. Were you taking edibles again, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I first asked your mental state because Chelsea Handler was there, and you, in your brain, were probably like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> same, same thing." What's the difference? Yeah, how was the <laughs> show, Jerry? I think there's a uh, a misprint. Yes, I saw that there was a loud woman there last week with a lot of unnecessary opinions. She doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> so probably you. Hey, Whitney, I was uh, Instagram stalking you before. For the interview, thank you. Yeah, I felt it absolutely, and, and I, it was so good. I followed you. Um, oh, well, <laughs> that's is thank you. So what do I owe this honor? Well, I was I was looking at the robot that looks <laughs> yeah. just like you. Does that creep you out at all? Uh, it creeps me out that you're asking about her. Okay, um, and that, that that's what was, was you were drawn. Well, to I was watching all the videos. Like the robot kind of like talks to you and answers you know questions. And I haven't posted her in a while. I'm worried that you just think that my posts of me are her. Which is fair. <laughs> <laughs> She's got so such a higher social intelligence too, and she has so much more empathy than I do now at this point that I get it. Um, but yes, no, the robot that I put in my last special. Can I touch it? She, I have an announcement to make. I know this is going to be heartbreaking to many. I did put her to work. Uh, she has been sawed in half for a horror film that will be coming out soon. Just her body, though. Just her body. <laughs> and uh, try not to get aroused. And she also, I'm updating her face because she now looks younger than me and I will not have it. <laughs> You're in charge. I have aged past her, what I looked like at the time we built her based on my face. So we're going to add some crow's feet. We're going to add some little sunspots and just sort of not mess up the bell curve. And I also, we were <laughs> in the last special, I, I talked about how the biggest problem with the sex robots is that they're made by men. And so there's a couple features that like are a little off and like guys don't know how to do hair and brush hair, you know, so they end up being kind of ratchet on the, in some areas. And I wanted to get her new eyebrows, like real hair eyebrows. And I was like, Oh, can you guys put in like real eyebrows? And she came back with hair on her eyebrows that had just been cut from a wig. So they were like, <laughs> kind of long a little, a little it bushy looked like, it looked like she had two hitler mustaches over her eyes and i was like okay this is gonna get me super canceled so she's been sent back you know to the drawing board and and next time you guys see her what? she's gonna be walking and talking and hopefully fully replaced me. and if anybody wants to see what we're talking about it's the netflix special can i touch it and can i just answer yes yes you may please you may, my new tour is called touch me uh little wink wink to the last special name and also just to like you know god the last year like we haven't touched any like no one will touch anybody everyone's scared of each other yeah. family friends like i haven't touched anyone in a year i have a boyfriend but i don't allow him to touch me um, so, so you might as well be married. Nothing. <laughs> I might. I thought the other day, I was like, I think I'm going to marry this guy, but I want to propose to him 
And it's look, he's younger than me. He's eight years younger than me. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I'm going to propose to him, number one, because he can't afford the engagement ring I deserve. And second, uh, I don't want him to get down on one knee and see my neck from that angle. So I think I'm <laughs> get ahead of this. <laughs> How is your podcast going during the pandemic? I'm sure that kept you going. Uh, yes, the podcast has been amazing. Like, to do, I, I never in a million years thought anyone would want to hear a woman talk for three hours if they don't get to sleep with her at the end. So it is a, it is shocking to me how popular it is. But you do guests and everything. You cover everything, right? That's funny. You're like, no, but other people talk too. So <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but sometimes you have men on and that's worth hearing. Yes. I do. I know my place. I'm very, I know that I need to have Burt Kreischer and Tim Dillon and Bill Burr on a steady rotation. There you go. <laughs> and so I do have, you know, because to me it's like, you know, some of the funniest conversations that I've ever seen happen in green rooms with comics just like screwing around. I'm like, why don't people, this is like, people should be able to hear this in their car driving to work or when they're, you know, annoyed at the office, they can just tune out and listen to comedians being ridiculous and saying things that are going to, you know, get them in jail in a couple of years. Like, so I was like, I'm totally sold on this. You know, I had done Rogan enough times. I did all my friends podcasts and I was like, yeah, like I can do this. Yeah. I can just, talk you know ramble i can say a bunch of things that may or may not be right for three hours See, you can do a radio yeah. show you're telling us yeah. you're telling us Good uh, God. Yeah, I, was, I was like i thought that you had to like legally be right know something <laughs> know about you know medicine and i was no. like if you if if i can just say all my like theories on how science works like i'll do this <laughs> yeah you can listen to the podcast on spotify apple youtube everywhere podcasts are at you could go see whitney davidson theater on the 9th of uh, december tickets whitneycummings.com yeah. yeah hey whitney you know outside of your you know people may know you from tv shows and your stand-up specials but you've done a lot of writing and producing as mm-hmm. a writer or a producer is your go-to targets like netflix and tbs do you just avoid netflix Network sitcoms because nothing is real. Life is not politically correct, and it almost seems like network sitcoms aren't real. And the stuff you're seeing on Netflix and TBS and USA is the real stuff. Is that kind of the target for a writer and a producer now? Um. Uh. Yeah. TBS. Sorry, that threw me for a second. Or TNT um, or whatever. You know. You know. I mean, a cable network. You, it's you know. Cable. I, you know. I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I do know what you mean. Um, uh, those TBS Betamax tapes that yeah. you play at home. Um, <laughs> While watching but, your robot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you still haven't figured out how to find like cable channels. Like, TBS, I don't think you'd be able to work this robot yet. So we're going to, we're going to give you some time. We'll give you a couple training sessions. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, yes. The answer is yes. The problem is like, you know, as humans, I think we overcorrect just as our nature, you know? So it's like when the streamers, everybody gets to be, you know, on this Rami shows like, you know, that we, you see on Netflix that are really edgy and that you, you know, FX where you're seeing Pamela Ablon and all these like super edgy shows. And then all of a sudden in order to compete, because it is a business, the network shows all of a sudden start to get like, well, you can do this on our network. You can do this. We're going to have to be lax you know, with these standards and practices and these crazy fake, you know, like what you're saying, um, super safe comedy that frankly right now with YouTube and stuff, like it's, it, it, it feels like, remember when, um, 
I don't know if you guys saw WandaVision. Yes. And they did. Yep. Yeah, they did like kind of a parody of a fakey sitcom. And it yeah. was sort of like, mm, this isn't even a parody of this. This is what they feel like now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, and so then now a lot of the streamers are getting bought up by Disney. And all of a sudden they're the safe ones. And then that you're not allowed to say this or that or, you know, Apple, which is a huge company where you're not, you know, or Amazon. I did a pilot for Amazon. It was like, oh, I had this whole joke, like scene making fun of the Alexa. And it's like, oh, no, that's our. You can't make fun of that. That's our product. You know, you can't make fun of Amazon. You can't, you know, make Bezos jokes like there's just a whole new set of rules. that's just different. It's like, oh, you can show like totally nude scenes, but you can't make fun of Jeff Bezos. And. Look, yeah. I'm naked. I, I yelled Jeff Bezos' name during sex, so that was a conflict for me. <laughs> it's like um, the candy man. If you say Bezos in the mirror three times, something yeah, happens. Yeah, something bad happens. <laughs> then you have to poop in a bag. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, here's, here's one for you, Whitney, okay? And I love this response because when we asked Ice Cube the same question, it was Bill Ooh. Murray, Okay. Oh, go okay. back in your early in your career when you're just starting out and you're making it. You're making a name. What what <laughs> what household celebrity approached you and said they were a fan and it kind of made you crap yourself? Wow, great question, amazing question, and it was Forrest Whitaker at a Starbucks. Really, the actor? Yeah. For, yeah, yes, at a Starbucks. I saw. I, I wasn't really because you know I was like. Go, I, like back when we went places all the time, uh, uh, I would go to the same Starbucks every morning in like pajamas, like no bra, just like what? What do we call tank tops now? We can't say white beaters. Oh, I can say white beaters on this show. We say white beaters. woman respecters. Yes, yes. Um, you were braless in a wife beater. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Panties. Yeah. Mm. He's looking at your what robot. You? I, I said. I'll have the- a. I'll have a, va- a grande, please. <laughs> Excuse me, calm down, Army Hammer. <laughs> Can you stop acting like I'm a, a rack of ribs? Go on. <laughs> Go on. But Forrest Whitaker, yeah, he's a big name. Forrest is a big I'm name. I'm but I will make an exception. <laughs> um, uh, it's okay. I actually just severed my finger open, so I probably could give you a little piece of skin if you want. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, uh, yeah, so it was Forrest Whitaker, which was like, what's ha- like when you meet an actor like that, it's also wild because they're such amazing actors and don't do dumb like Instagram lives and stuff to break the illusion. So you actually think you're like, he's the characters that he's played, <laughs> you know? So yeah. It's like, I remember it being like, I froze. And, and actually, when really uh, people that are my heroes that I look up to, when they come talk to me, I panic and I'm accidentally super rude to them because I just want to get away from them because I don't want to embarrass myself. So I'm usually like, cool, thanks. And I'll just walk away. And I'm like, why did you do that? Go say, go talk to them. Go, you know, but I'm like, I have morning breath, like my tits are out. Like, I just like, like I met Margaret Atwood who wrote The Handmaid's Tale, Mm -hmm. uh, who's one of my heroes. I met her. She came up to me. I started bawling, crying. And I was like, so nice to meet you, but you're Margaret Atwood and I don't want to waste any of your time on this earth because you're probably working on another book and I don't want to like any of your brain power to be spent on me. So nice to meet you. I love you. Bye. And I just walked away. There's a video of it of me just like walking away as if she was like an annoying fan, but I'm the annoying fan who's obsessed with her, but I just didn't, I got too panicked. I was like, what do you say to one of your heroes? Like, well, there's well, I, and I in Hollywood, you probably do. You see, you're in the thick of it. You probably run into that a lot, though. You probably know I, a lot I, of things. I disassociate. So chances, I, in my head, 
Forrest Whitaker was like, I'm a big fan. He might have said, excuse me, you took my drink, man. He could have <laughs> said that, but I disassociate. So I, to- I don't really remember. Like, my, I go out of my body. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said, though, of the old Seinfeld when uh, Costanza would leave the room at a high point. So just short and sweet sometimes and leave. Here's one for you. I, fi- I found this to be rather odd. Last week, I mentioned I was in Vegas. My wife and I went to Bobby Flay's new place in Whitney. He's in the kitchen cooking, and my wife about wet himself. And it's Bob. Is Bobby Flay a sexy guy? He's not Brad Pitt, right? I mean, to women, any man that can cook is Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> well. So, yeah, I don't think anyone. Brad Pitt is like, it's just sort of two days in, you're like, but, oh, you're, we're ordering Postmates? Like, I'm sorry? Yeah. Like, so, you're an actor. Can you maybe act like you can cook? Um, (laughs) there's something about men with knives that can control fire it's very primitive thing does the grill count does the grill count i mean what kind of grilling are you doing is it is it is it Burgers, burgers hot dogs a steak large juicy sausages Okay. Easy. <laughs> Easy. All right, that's Jerry, by the way. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, sausages is fine. It just looks not juicy. Okay, let's calm down. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, just... thanks for playing ball with us this morning. What a I ball. Love you guys. We will come uh, d- uh, uh, December the 9th. Uh, is it going to be freezing? Yeah, uh, it will yeah, be. It'll probably be really will cold. Be. Yeah. It'll be really cold. No, you know what's uh, funny though about Ohio is we've had like seventy during December, and then like in March we'll have like below zero. What you drink too much? That probably wasn't the time. No, no, no! I swear to God. Yeah, no. December's it's, are usually mild, and then the yeah, winter really yeah, hits. So yeah. it, it could go either way. Yeah. Wow. It's super I, weird. I, I, I've done colleges uh, in Ohio mostly. I've never been to the Joanne Davidson Theater. I hear it's gorgeous, and probably no one calls it the Joanne Davidson Theater. Um, we don't want to remind anyone that the woman financed it. Um, but uh, I why did ask think- Jerry? It's- I go, how much money did she it's- spend to name the theater? Yeah, <laughs> I like. I'm dying to know who this woman is. It's the John um, Davidson Theater, the I old mean- host. No. <laughs> She was a former uh, Speaker of the House in the state for 50 years or something. Yeah. yeah. Politician. Whoever this Joanne Davidson woman is who decided to put money into this theater, I just am like, if you only knew what I was going to do with your space. Uh, <laughs> Joanne, please don't come to this show. Yes. <laughs> All right. Get tickets. WhitneyCummings.com. Listen to the podcast. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, the Good You're For the You best. podcast. Thanks, Whitney. I love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.